I'm not going to touch it because I'll make a horrible noise, I think. Um, well, welcome to Pancake Town, the podcast. We're going to get right into it. The drinking episode. Um, I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. And we've decided that uh, we wanted to have an, a drinking episode, so instead of meeting in the morning and drinking tea or coffee and baked goods, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle brought two bottles of wine <laughs> and I ordered sushi. And it's... And it's 2 p.m. No, I was going to lie and say it's 7 p.m. <laughs> it's 2 p.m. No, it's 2. It's 2.23 p.m. on Thursday. We're living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> and neither of us have children. What if everyone says that they like the drinking episode And then we just have better, to drink and now every time? Now it's just I have no problem with that. Do you have a problem with that? No. I don't either. No, not really. It's a natural progression. Yeah. Um. So keep in mind that... I mean, I'm kind of a lightweight. Are you kind of a lightweight? Mm. Crock. I'm eating. See, this is our problem. We're also eating sushi. We'll have to... You can't talk and eat We should have realized that we should have to pair off. You chew and then I chew. Okay. We'll get it. We'll get it. No, we won't. Um, wait. Uh, lightweight? Sometimes it depends on how much food I've eaten, and I have not eaten very much food. Which I did on purpose so that I would get nice and drunk for this podcast. Well, so that's why I that's why I texted you right. yesterday and said, "Are we gonna eat some food?" Because if I right. drank like literally, if I drank two glasses of wine and had not eaten mm. food, it would be over. Yeah, <laughs> it would be yeah. bad. So I was like, we have to get some amount of like well sustenance in our bodies. At the same, and we were gonna get hungry. If we started drinking well, anyway. Well, yeah. And you did bring cupcakes, but that's mm-hmm. not going to cut it. We, right. need, we needed actual, like, vitamins. And this, I mean, this is, I realized after we haven't aired the um, interview yet with mm-hmm. Zach, but yep. um, we will. This, this podcast is our self-care. Mm-hmm. And this day drinking is our self-care. So are we telling everyone? And the sushi is part of it. If they're stressed out, they should start a podcast? Well, no. Um, it's, uh... <laughs> Self-care is like an individual thing, you know? So only if they're cool like us should they start a podcast? I, I mean, if you want to start a podcast, if that's relaxing for if you, If you want then, to start a yeah. podcast, then you should invite us to be on it. That too. And um, we'll invite you to be on our podcast. Well, because I don't feel like we're really making a podcast. We're just recording our usual thing. We're just sitting here talking thing. to each other. Yeah. And every once in a while, we have to, like, explain what we're talking about because there's a third party involved right. that isn't here, that doesn't know what we're, what, the sh- the weird shit we say to each yeah. other. Well, I'm a little bit more aware that um, people listen to this now after doing after show of hands. hands. And, like, the 800 people that came up and were like, hi, I listened to your podcast. Yeah. It was, it was fucking great. There was a really funny moment where I was talking to this couple about show of hands and I think the I think it was Jamie Mm, mm -hmm. she came over and like I literally had just said something to them about the podcast because I was with Mark from Edgewater Candles yeah I know where you were standing because we sent Jamie over to you so you sent her over to us and like literally it was like this it almost felt set up because they were talking to me and it was like, oh, and I, you know, like, we, yeah, we do this podcast. Like, mm-hmm. we're, it's new. We've only been, we've only done, like, 16 episodes. And they were kind of like, oh, that's really interesting. Tell me more. And then at that very moment, Jamie walked up and was like, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, I did not pay her to <laughs> come and, like, validate that 
this is a podcast that people actually listen to. Yeah. Like, in this giant event, someone randomly walks up to me and says, Hi, I'm on the Facebook, and I'm in the Facebook group. We, we know each other, but not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think, like, everyone who came up and introduced themselves was really active in the Facebook group. Yeah. Because that's how I recognized their names. Yes. They said their name, and you were like, oh, I know what yeah. you posted like, a couple days ago. Like, I need first and last name. Yeah. Because that's sure. what you see. But, like, um... Yeah, Jamie came up. Uh, Amber Walker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna. I met Sydney. I didn't know Sydney before from East Grove. Oh yeah. Um, now I feel like I should have like taken notes list. because I definitely you know talked to are. other people. Yeah. You know who you are that talked to us. Um, uh, I had a few favorite moments from that. Like a couple people realized, like, um, because Steve was there. They're like, oh. You're, so you're Steve. <laughs> one person was like, are you Josh or Steve? <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Um, it's creepy and awesome. It's, yeah, it's, no one is creepy, you know? No. Like, it's fucking great. The circumstance is creepy. The person is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I had never met, um, it, oh shoot, now I'm going to screw up people's names. We should have made Cliff Notes. Yeah, um, Bad at Math Knits. Stephanie. I was going to say Stephanie. Good. I do know your name. I didn't <laughs> want to screw it up. Stephanie. Yeah. We were both in Zach's booth at the same time, but oh, we nice. didn't know each other. You were like, hi, we're creeping on each other. And then we introduced um, each other to each other. I'm saying it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, and then there was that, like, I was excited because I had never met her. And then she really, like, after I said my name, then, like, name and voice clicked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool and fun. Like there were a couple people we're just who, like, internet people. And one person came up to the Orange Beautiful booth and said, "Wait, so you're all three things?" And I was like, "Yes, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about." All three things. But they were like, "You're oh, I love the that. podcast mm-hmm. and this show mm-hmm. and this booth that you're yeah. you're all of those things." And I said, "Yep, you're three things. I'm all I'm three like, things. Uh, I'm only two. I'm things. a triple threat. You are." <laughs> three things i'm gonna work on that i need a third thing start a craft show no (laughs) no thank you i'm afraid to put this giant sushi roll it's pretty big i just i just got yeah piece it took me a while that's Um, why i wasn't i need to learn to like take like notice that you've done that so that i like talk um yeah, now, you, now it's your turn to eat. Okay, now I'm going to eat one. Emily's going to talk while... Get, what? This Five is minutes not of going silence to... for Michelle while she eats this piece of sushi. I remember being on um, an early date with Steve, and we had gotten a roll of sushi that and was... And you were embarrassed. It was, like, progressively bigger <laughs> oh, in the middle. Oh, yeah. And I'm avoiding putting <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll eat this giant one, because I'm a lady. My, <laughs> no, it's... My mouth... Actually, this is not podcast material. It doesn't open very wide. My jaw doesn't That's definitely going to be a quote graphic. <laughs> My mouth doesn't open it doesn't very look. wide. <laughs> it doesn't open very big. Like Michelle dentist, just opened her mouth really big for me. It didn't open very well. Hate me. Oh, the hate. Yeah. They, oh, then your wisdom teeth are not going to be fun. No, that's why I only have two. I only know. two exist. So Michelle and I real. have had lots of conversations about wisdom teeth. Some people probably um, know about my issues. Oh, yeah. Because I've complained on the internet. Okay, here we go. Bye-bye. Bye, Michelle. Moment of silence for Michelle. You took the whole thing in your mouth. That was really impressive. <laughs> if you don't, I hope you don't choke in my house. Um, we're actually really close to a hospital, so mm. we'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, right there. Um, 
I was actually thinking about the craft show stuff, obviously, because of last weekend. But did you see the thing <clears throat> that Tanya Ramon oh was posted no. about that craft show that, like, Mm-mm. fucked a bunch of people over? No, what one? Um, so I'm going to look it up. name it. We're totally going to name it. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm pretty sure um, it's something stupid, like lifestyle retail solutions or something like that. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, apparently what happened is, and obviously Tanya can, I think she actually posted it, she either posted it in the Show of Hands Facebook group. Which I'm not in because I refuse to let anyone find out. Which is why you didn't know about there being tickets at the door. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because you didn't, because you weren't on the group. I don't want you to friend me. (laughs) I don't want you people friending me. Um, I'll look up Tanya's feed. So basically what happened was... Or the gist I got was that some event company mm-hmm. um, basically got vendors to do some show that I don't think has ever happened in Chicago before, and then promptly canceled the show, oh. has not returned any of the vendors' money, and has blocked all of the vendors from all their social media outlets... And won't return so anyone's So was it a scam? Calls. Like on so purpose? She, well, so that's that's the question. Is And that's what Tanya basically just started. She's like, my only way of dealing with this is to call them out. Yeah. And say, don't sign up with this group because they're, they seem to me like they're scam artists. Um, I asked her to send me more information because I was just like, I would like you to... You need to post that in the Facebook group, too. So people know. Yes. So, um, here it is. Okay, so their Instagram handle is Lifestyle Ent Solutions. So, Lifestyle E-N-T Solutions. All one word. Like, short for entertainment. I'm assuming it's for entertainment. Yeah, Lifestyle Entertainment Solutions, LLC. That sounds like... It sounds like a bunch of bullshit. They are a New York-based event company. Um, And they apparently have, like, ripped off a bunch of Chicago vendors. So I'm not really happy about that. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Like, Wait, if you... I typed in something Oh, wrong. you typed in something else? Uh-huh. Lifestyle and then E-N-T. So there's two E's. Oh, I put an S after lifestyle. No. It's just one lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a second E, then? No, one Yes, e. two E's. So lifestyle and then E-N-T. Solutions. Okay, and then it's like a yellow hand. Got it. But apparently there was supposed to be a show somewhere in Chicago, like in December, and they just kind of out of nowhere were like, this show is canceled. And then didn't, and then still have everybody's money. Like, it's one thing to cancel a show and everybody be kind of annoyed. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's happened to me once before, but I got my money back. My concern is that they, if they are scam artists, they may very well have done some kind of creepy contract where, like, everyone agreed to pay for a booth, like, rain or shine type deal, Mm -hmm. and then they canceled it and are just kind of skeevily getting away with keeping everyone's money. So, I don't know the details, but, um, check out that handle and just kind of keep your eye out and, you know, if you get solicited. Yeah, I see the Chicago, Yeah, know, they had a pop-up few months ago. Yes. Is so that, that happened. one we're referring to? No, no I think okay. that happened. Okay. And then I think there was supposed to be another one in December that got canceled. Mm-hmm. And now money is missing. I'm about to eat some sushi. Ready? Um, I mean, 
I'm not saying that you shouldn't sign up for something that's new. Right. But, um, I, I mean, what do you do if there's a new show and you don't know yeah. anyone who's in it? Um, and it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell at face value, like, if a show's going to be right. TV. I will say that I think this guy approached Kate from Sacred Art. Okay. And what I read from, like, something that she said... Was that she basically declined to be... She didn't either mm-hmm. want to be in the show or couldn't be in the show or mm-hmm. whatever. And she she used the word aggressive. That he was aggressive. Hmm. Um, so I would say that, you know, in general, if you trust your gut about somebody kind of being weird, like, that can be a reason to not do a show. But yeah, if something's new, it's hard to not want to, like, book yourself solid for the holidays. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming it was a relatively inexpensive show. I don't. I don't know. So I'm gonna say something now that's like wine field. <laughs> already, <laughs> everyone ready? Why didn't I get invited to be in this stupid show? I actually had that same <laughs> thought. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. We're so we're so we're such egomaniacs. <laughs> I actually had the same thought. Like why didn't? And then my my justification was, oh, they saw that I run my own craft show. Sure, they didn't invite yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, that was my reasoning. I will say the number of people that have contacted me in the last four days about curating their show for them hmm. is a little shocking to me. Anything um, interesting? No. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Um, all, like, kind of little stuff. Like, two of them were churches. Two of them were, like, a church that's like, can you bring You're your entering dangerous territory Absolutely. Here, <laughs> but I'm, say- I'm just saying, like, yeah. not, no, you not, a, do it's that. not a production company. It's not, right. like, me talking to West Elm, which I currently am. Oh, cool. Yeah. I wondered. And, like, it's that's different. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody's little local event is different. Like, I'm, you right. know, I'm not gonna not, I don't know. The separation of church and state here. Yeah, for your exactly. business, right? Well, and it's just kind of an interesting thing, because I get where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I get that they went to the show, and they're like, this is amazing. And wouldn't it be amazing if even five of these people showed up at our event for a day and, like, sold their stuff? That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to not be, I don't know, rude. Yeah. And be, you know, because yeah. part of me wants to say, this would be a waste of everyone's time. That's what that's what I want to say in honesty. But that you know, it's basically like I don't wanna refuse that kind of, I don't wanna like mm-hmm. say don't email me with your opportunities for things yeah. because I certainly would like to my vendors would like to do more events yeah. and I certainly am only capable of producing X number of, of right. events in a year. Which is why I'm talking to West Elm. I I wanted to hear um well, so, hear more about that. We were just talking, I went to a, the pop-up thing. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, Emily left the house today. I did, isn't that amazing? I, I actually did it on purpose, because it was the Saturday before the show, and I basically was like, I'm going to go out and like be a person, <clears throat> and try to, you know, <laughs> not <laughs> stay in my pajamas for the next five days, which is what I did after that day. Um, but yeah, we, we just talked about, um, they are interested in, they're looking into the, the, the plan of having like an outdoor festival in the spring or summer that's literally in the parking lot. There's an event that was right around there last summer. I think it might be in conjunction with that. Okay. 
but I'm not sure. Okay. And all I know is that they were basically saying these little pop-up things with, like, five or six makers in the store do really well. And they were saying, we'd like to do this on a bigger scale. And sure. could could there be a possibility of, like, me? Because I Would was like, yeah. Would this be a giant tent situation? It, I said that to... I basically said that, like, there would be certain things that we would... That I would want for the vendors. That's the only way I think in the future I could Do conceive a, of being yeah. outdoors is if I'm in a communal giant tent. It seems situation. like that's the plan. Um, but it's even all though like, I have my own damn tent, no, it's just um, I mean that, and I think that's funny because we. I mean, I've I've worked a couple times with. Um, I've talked to Beguile Brewing about because they have those two events a year yeah, that yeah, are yeah. the brewery events. And we've talked a couple times about having makers there. And basically, I'm like, look, these are the things that the makers are going to want when it's an outdoor mm-hmm. festival. Like, there are certain things that would be a deal breaker for me. Like, if you say there's no tables, I might be out. Like, that might be a reason for somebody to be like, no, thank you, I'm out. Oh. And they're just like, really? Just a table? I'm like, yeah. It's yeah. a pain in the ass for people. There are people who don't have cars. There are people who don't have big cars. There are people who don't. That's that's a huge deal, and if you can literally just spend a hundred dollars and rent them ten tables, yeah, that is the difference between. And I said we just figure out how much to charge them based on renting tables. Yeah, so like we had to take an Uber to and from the Andersonville right. thing because we had to bring our own. You have tables. to bring your own table, and so we then have to bring our tables for the Nashville show too. But oh, we're yeah. driving down to Nashville. But so then outdoor like, things okay. are a whole nother ball of wax like that's a whole lot of extra pain in the ass and yeah. like things to worry about and there are certain vendors like you and I who don't really like outdoor festivals they are a giant pain in our ass because of all the number wind rain sewage drunk yeah. people mm-hmm. like all the things that come with outdoor festivals sometimes don't jive with like what we're doing enough um people that are new at it that aren't over it yet yeah we're so over it (laughs) um so that's fine like i'm freeing up space for someone who isn't jaded right yeah Um, exactly so do i need to do outdoor events not necessarily right um hmm i think it's a matter of i do i mean i've always said that i really like West Elm's kind of philosophy and, like, how they promote makers is really different from how yeah, most... Yeah, I mean, they're placing wholesale orders. Yeah, like, they're putting their money where their people. mouth is. Yeah. Like, they're doing it the way... If a, if a giant corporation is going to kind of take advantage of small makers, because mm-hmm. that's trendy right now, they're doing it the correct way. Mm-hmm. And other companies are not. And so, you know, I'm like, yeah, if you're, like, I would never, as show of hands, produce an outdoor event. Ever. Never, ever, ever in a million years. Because I can't, it makes my head explode. Well, and then you're going to have people that blame you because it rained. Oh, yeah. I mean, people blame me because, like, the toilet paper runs out in one stall in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm literally the owner of the show, and I was replacing toilet paper all weekend. Because there were thousands of people more. I mean, you were basically the janitor. Oh, my God. I was such the the janitor. It was one of my things at the end of the show that I was like, okay, so next time we will have full staff people. Like, even if it means me paying three people $12 an hour. Yeah. 
Emily will not be emptying one single garbage can next right. time. I mean, the reason, part of the reason that we didn't actually end up recording a full podcast. Because <laughs> like, I was not working. Because we got there at nine and Emily spent a half an hour emptying garbage cans. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even because we were understaffed. It was because we were overcrowded. That was a... Like, like I haven't even talked to you since Sunday. Nope. I didn't... See, I mean, I didn't even look at your booth. I, like, would walk yeah. by you and wave and be but like, yeah. hi, I'm sure you have jewelry. Bye. Discuss the fact that we, we would both talk. Yeah, I ran up and was like, did sweater. you buy this sweater? I'm getting... Wearing? So, I let it sell out, but I'm getting it when she has it back in stock after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. She... So, I was like... I already traded. The trade is complete. I will get the sweater. I already have the month. sweater. Yeah. I'm wearing the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because, I mean, Sophia knows this, and I think other clothing vendors and jewelry vendors know this. The minute I'm walking around yeah. wearing something, everyone's like, "Where's what's that? Where's that from? Where'd you get those? Like, I think I sold four pairs of Tough and Pretty earrings because I was wearing them oh, at the gift tag. Yeah. Well, I you need to things, adorn me in shit next time. I did something somewhat similar. I was selling Sarah Super Balm to yeah. other vendors. Yeah. You were like, this to is the point great. where she sold out of, of the, the scents I wanted, and I couldn't get it. <laughs> you idiot! I'm going to continue that PSA now. That's why you buy it first. I know. And then you was, talk about it. I have no idea why I didn't. It was so dumb. I will say, leading into our self care focus yes. for the month. Every single one of you listening right now needs to go on Sarah's website, which is bodylipbalm.com. Yes. This is not a paid advertisement. Because no one's paid us to advertise anything. Sarah can pay us in, in fucking Super Balm if she, she wants to. She doesn't have to. No, you don't have but to. This is free. This is literally because this... Just go on her website, search Super Balm, and then buy, like, four things of it. It is the only thing that keeps my hands from not, like... Just flaking skin all winter. And I will say, it works... I mean, I will say, I've talked to several makers that do different things, and it works for all of them. I'm Mine works for printing. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm using chemicals for letterpress, yeah. if I'm using cleanup solution, like, if I'm rough on my hands because I'm touching 8,000 cards and getting paper cuts... Yeah. It works. It has um, vitamin E in it, I believe. It's so and some good. other stuff. Sarah's going to be like, oh, God, just... Why'd you say vitamin E? Package. Just go yeah. get the container. It has healing properties. Like, I think all it's of just the magic. On my hands, it could literally, it could say ingredients magic, and I'd be like, done. She go has this little it. thing on the side that, um, like, has the science behind it, mm-hmm. which I love. I think she calls it Bonnie Science. I don't care about the science. I just want the lip, I just want the Super Balm. It's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, like, I was telling someone else about it at the show. I'm like, I put it on every night before I go to bed. And Steve's like, yes, she does. He's like, oh my God, yes. Night. <laughs> um, because, like, it ta- it's thick. It's heavy. You can't, yeah. like, put it on and then, like, hold pliers, you know? Yeah. Like, put it on before you go to bed. And it just, like, magically heals your hands overnight. It. It's like, so good. I would have... She was, like, opening the yeah. tester on Friday. In, on yeah, Friday did afternoon. you get some? Yeah, she opened the too. tester, and she's yeah. like, I have a little bit of super mm-hmm. on the top of this, and I, I, like, ran across the venue. I was like, yeah. I want some! I got some of that, too. <laughs> Dibs! She changed the formula again to do something better. I don't know. She, she explained it to me. It's amazing. <laughs> we love it. What else do we want to... Push. There was what else did you buy? Else. Well, I bought um, Monica's Christmas gift. So, you so can't I talk can't about say it? what it is. 
And you can't say who it's from either because I'll give it away. No, oh, she she probably know. It I will just say because I can talk about it later. That I guess it's awesome. It was when I this vendor posted it um on her Instagram. Bef- like during show of hands weekend yeah and i was like that's monica's gift you're like so it wasn't just a oh i need to get something it was i wasn't going to get anything no, and I, am. I saw this and it screamed monica and she's like the only person i buy gifts for nice. um uh so yeah that's done i did get myself a couple of lip balms from soap distillery Nice. I got that Corpse Reviver mm-hmm. that I was really psyched about and Negroni scented because it's my favorite cocktail. Um, I bought a coat. Oh, from yeah, coat from check. Coat Check Chicago. Shit, I where is it? it? You want to see it? Yeah, I do want to see it. Okay, everybody, hold on while I get my coat. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I'm going. I should like it's be narrating this, but oh, I'm gonna. Eat one of the giant Fair, I'll put it on for you. It's my own fault because I put her booth right across from Orange Beautiful's booth. I saw. So then I was just looking at this gorgeous coat, like, literally the whole weekend. So I think by osmosis, I was like, well, I'm buying it. I feel like it's, like, the opposite of my coat. Mine has black sleeves. It has fucking magnets. (gasps) It's magnetic. Oh, my God. Is that the most amazing thing ever? I love the sleeves being a different different color. color. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's, I was... And, and look at the lining of it. It's absolutely gorgeous. I know. I had to buy it. It was my I earned this coat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a coat that you're going to have for like 10 years. Right? I'm going to be oh, a 50-year-old lady with my sweet-ass coat. Yeah. Listen. This is, coat, a, this is a episode on the move. I have always been a fan of having a fantastic coat. Right. Because in the winter, you can wear... Fucking garbage. That's what I'm. That's exactly what I said. Underneath, when I put that coat on. I was and like, then I can wear my pajamas and then have that on. I have, I have worn my pajamas like thermal, gross pajamas. And then your amazing coat down to first slice to get food. And, and everyone's like, well, "Are you going to a job on. interview? You yeah, look great." <laughs> you have to have a cute coat because okay. no one sees what you're wearing underneath. So she that. had another it's one. Important. That coat is amazing. And then there was another coat that she had that was like a trench coat, like kind of like a her take on a trench coat. Sweet potato is amazing. Because it's all swirly. Well, yeah, because I thought it'd be a chunk. No. Uh, no. Um, but I, and I put the trench coat on too and was like, well, if I had twice as much money, mm. I would be also buying this coat. So I feel like some, at some point in the future, I will probably also own that trench coat. Um, but yeah, that was my major purchase was that coat. And then I so did buy... So, check Chicago. Right? Yeah. I bought candles from Edgewater, because uh-huh. I do every time. What else did I buy? I bought a cross-stitch kit from mm. Steph by Stitch. What is that it? Is, oh. says, stop, collaborate, and listen. And it has flowers Perfect. on it. It's amazing. Um, I got the kit instead of the finished thing, because I really want to do yeah, the actual cross-stitch. And then... What else did I get? I didn't really have time to do much. My- shopping. I tried to like go around and buy stuff for other people. It just didn't happen. I figured I was like, I know where to find all these people. I'm thinking about making a gift guide, making a couple gift guides. Oh yeah. And I'll do it on the blog. And actually, I'm giving, that's you, another thing I'm that giving you show of hands work. Give me show of hands work. But it was supposed to be pancake town work to put together all of our sales we're having. 
Yes. For the holidays. I want to do that. I want to be like, here's where you can find these vendors again. Here's where they're having sales. Right. Here, let's have a gift guide. But I feel like I can, on the Facebook group, I can just ask everybody um, on the show of hands Facebook. Do group. that, and we'll do it on the Pancake yeah. Town group also. And we'll just, just say, everybody, the notes I actually let us down. know what sales you're having. Let's share each other's sales. Because, oh my God, fuck Black Friday. And also, if in the Pancake <laughs> Town group you guys want to set up, like, trading shit, mm-hmm. let's do that, too. Because um, most of my purchases I got from trading. Yeah. The sweater from Sofia Reyes, I traded, I feel like, crazy with um, Zach from Element... Yeah. Ayurvedic apothecary. Mm-hmm. I got it out. Um, <laughs> one and a half wine glasses in. Glasses of wine in. Um, I got sleep spray. Oh, nice. Um, and I got um, those herbs that you put in the water with hot water and inhale it. Oh, yeah. Because like I'm a big fan thing. of yeah. um, breathing in steam with essential oils. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, nice. Feel like I cure every cold that's potentially coming on with that's tea true tree oil self care. I did it. I actually had a three day headache no. starting on Sunday. No, yeah, I had a headache all day because you didn't get those fancy herbs that Zach gave me. So I got. <laughs> we're, we're talking about a podcast that we haven't that we haven't yet. talked. About. There's yeah. a really good. There's a really good interview with Zach Zuby coming up. It's coming up. Get ready for it because it's awesome. It, I was it so was, it, we were, it was the best seventeen minute interview ever given. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really was, was so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm anxious about. I think it's because we were all it. on. Yeah, like it was the middle of show of hands. It was on Sunday morning before the show started. I think we were all in our like. It was work. before my headache set in. Yeah, and we were all like ready to talk to a thousand people. Yeah. So we were just like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> I have a question. And I feel like I shouldn't make these claims because it's not what it's meant to do. But I did do the steam inhaling thing with the... Shit. It was like a breathe... His sign, I think, said like breathe well or something. Yeah. So I got those little herbs. And then I got that um, oil that you put in your nose. Yeah. You're supposed to rub in your nose. Yeah. And I did that. And my headache went away. And go. I had taken Tylenol multiple times, and it did nothing. This headache like was set in deep. Some of that stuff, I mean, I'm, you, everyone's heard me talk about my migraines. Right. Have I talk about my migraines you on this podcast? You have, and I used to get a monthly migraine. I get the worst but migraines. But I don't anymore. And I feel like half of that shit is like... It's like when you have hiccups and you mm, just have mm-hmm. to get distracted and right. then they're gone. No, that's... I feel like some of that stuff, which doesn't make it any less worth anything. Yeah. But some of it is like, if you literally just are shutting your body or putting your body into a different state. Yeah. And going, this is going to help me. Yeah. Like the placebo effect of mm-hmm. like, I'm going to decide that this headache is going to go away and yeah. then it goes away. And yeah. you're like... Was that me or was that the stuff? And then it's like, I don't fucking care. As long as it goes away. (laughs) That like five minutes of breathing and steam is like the closest I've ever come to meditating. Yeah. Because you've got a towel over your head and your face is just over. And you're just like sensory deprivation. Yeah, it's sensory deprivation. Josh and I really want to do one of those tanks. The float things. Mm -hmm. I would do that if I wasn't afraid of dark water. (laughs) 
Yeah, then don't do it. <laughs> I want to do it so bad because it's so fucking sci-fi. Our friend Kristen that was at the that spoke at our wedding. Yeah. She works at a spa that has a sensory deprivation. Really? Thing. Yeah. Here mm-hmm. in Chicago. I will go with you. I know, right? And so I want, I've, I've I said it a couple times where to. I'm like Oh, we should probably do that. And then Josh said that his fear is that he won't ever want to not be in the sensory deprivation shape. Oh. That, like, real, he won't be able to handle <laughs> real, real life, life after that. I'd be like, people are so loud. I'm um, like, no, just go in his bath and I, shut the door. I want to, like, read... Well, see, uh, for anyone who listens to this who watches Fringe, which I think is actually... I do always think of that. very many people because I, I didn't realize it was nerdier than I thought it was i will say that when we went on a gra- went to a garage yeah. sale that we walked around <laughs> and michelle's amazing purchase of the whole garage sale was how many cd how many dvds it was four all, seasons i think it's just four seasons four seasons of fringe on dvd unopened for 15 dollars. 15 dollars, and she, it was like the best day of her life yeah and I witnessed it. Was. it. <laughs> because they took Fringe <laughs> off of Netflix. Uh, I know, which is so weird. Josh and I were just talking about, like, the shit that... They took Psych off of should Netflix. Should be on They took 30 streaming. Rock off. Right. Like, they're taking... They're, like, figuring out the shows that I've watched 50 times. Yeah. And they're, they're like, like, that's too much. But then you're not even allowing me to, like, buy those shows. That's the thing that gets me every time. It's like, you take it off. Do they want us to go back to renting the DVDs? Is that what they want us to do? Good luck with they're that. They're doing something. They're going to get us to have to buy a premium because I feel like that works. Right? Like Amazon, that works because Amazon is set up that way. Because you can rent. Shit. Because you either are on Prime mm-hmm. and then you just get a bunch of shit, or there's stuff that you can pay like as you watch. We it. occasionally, which like Netflix rent is not like that, and I think they right. do. I mean, do they really they're, think we're going to keep mailing those DVDs back in? No, get they're probably building to something Some like Amazon yeah. Prime because. Good luck with that. Like, if you want something bad enough, you'll do it. Every season, well, it's over now, but I've paid for the Orphan Black season pass yes. every season yeah. because I don't like waiting for Steve to download it. There's a bunch of shit, me. like all those crime shows that they talk about on My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of those that I'm like, I really want to watch all of these. And then, like, not one of them is on streaming. You have to buy it either, like, yeah. per episode. Like, I just, I actually just got a season pass on Vudu. For cold case files. Oh, okay. Because That's Georgia and anything? Karen were talking about it, and I was like, oh, I need to watch that. I tried, I used to watch Forensic Files like a million years ago. There's like um, collections of Forensic Files. And I tried watching Netflix. it again, and it's I'm like, so, I can't do it. It's just It's because so, it's like 25 years old. Right, it's and so it was cute. only interesting then. It's so adorable. I can't watch it anymore. And some of the stuff they talk about is so hilarious because it's so dated. Like, uh-huh. they'll talk about like, I don't know, just like popular culture kind of things that you're like, Oh yeah! Oh, that was when I was ten. I remember that. That's yeah. cute. It's adorable. And then it's also the stuff that they talk about in my favorite murder a lot, where it's like every single one that's about like a child being kidnapped. Yeah. Is literally from the eighties. Yeah. And you're just like, yep, well, I was a child in the eighties. I literally, it's amazing that I did not get kidnapped. Like, oh yeah. The amount of places I was left alone, and like I was allowed to walk places. I was allowed to like go in the park that was next to our house that was, like, a 2,500-acre park. Like, you just walk around, just go to the... Oh, you'll be home by dinner. Like, just be home by sunset. Like, how did I not get kidnapped? My mom was (laughs) constantly afraid of me getting kidnapped, so all that stuff that I did, she didn't know about. (laughs) I feel like my parents were just like, we live in the suburbs of Cincinnati, Ohio. What could happen? 
Uh, like, if my mom knew that I spent every single day in the woods playing yeah. on the train tracks... Right. That like, a train actually shit functioned on. Shit that's in a movie that's like, yeah. why was that kid doing that? It's like, that's yeah. what we did. That's so, what we all like, did. <laughs> it, it freaks me out, the scenes that they've done in Stranger Things on yes. the train tracks. Like, You're like, that's my life. It, it was my childhood, yes. and we actually had a train trestle, so a bridge that went over the river. Yeah. And um, my best You're friend, like, Audrey, and I, we would... So when you walk over the train bridge... Um, the in-between is not gravel. It's nothing. Yeah. It's, you oh step God. wrong and you fall through. And then you're a dead and, child. <laughs> but we're like 10. And what the game Aww, we would play is, if a train came, would you save me or would you <gasps> save yourself? That's, so, That's the game we played. It's so terrible and so awesome at the same time. Yeah. It was fucking great. I mean, the shit, like, I always say stuff about my parents that... When you say it now, it sounds like child abuse, but it wasn't. Like, oh, yeah. the shit where literally, my, I remember vividly when I was maybe five or six, I would, the thing that my parents would threaten me with if I was misbehaving was that I will leave you in the car. <laughs> that, every single time they would do, they would, and they, and my I mom, feel like I've heard that. My yeah. mom did it once where she literally was like, You think I'm fucking, around? like, you yeah. think I'm messing around with you? Yeah. And then she took me out. I think it was in the Sears. No, no, no. It was Service Merchandise. Do you remember Service no. Merchandise? No. There was a store called, a department store. In, it was at least in Cincinnati called Service Merchandise. And she took me out and put me in the back seat of the car and made me put my seatbelt on and locked the door and left me there. Rolled the windows down a little and bit. And guess what Emily never did again? misbehaved yeah. in a department store so actually, because she would just look at me and be like do you want to go in the car and I'd be like no I do not yeah. want to go in the car that was the worst thing that's ever happened to me and then for the rest of my childhood I was like the most well-behaved child I have a great similar story to that and this is, we need to get on topic <laughs> um, is there a topic but my mom tells me about this all the time yeah I have them written down mm. um I was wandering I thought the topic off. was drinking. <laughs> I was wandering off in a department store, like, playing inside the racks, you know, the oh, circle racks. Oh, yes. And my mom saw do. me doing it, yeah. and she stood far away from me and waited for me to realize I didn't know That you know were missing was, your mother. Yeah. Waited for me to freak the fuck out, and then came over and, like, Good taught for her. me a lesson. It totally works. I'm really sorry, everybody, yeah. but it totally works. Yeah, like, I learned. I And I even remember when I was an older... When I was, like, preteen or teenager, I remember, like... Because then I was to the level of, like, having an adult conversation with my mother. Mm. And and being, like, was I a bad kid? Like, I think we were at dinner somewhere and some two little baby kids, like, toddlers were acting up in the restaurant. And me being, like, oh, were, we, were Brett and I like that? Yeah. And my mom just was, like, nope, not after we told you not to do that anymore. Yeah. Like, she was just, like, no, we, we, like, literally we threatened you. And then you were like, oh, I, there are consequences to my actions. Mm -hmm. And then we were just good kids from that point on. I was afraid on. of all adults. Right. And I, Most I, of my I, life. I say that every time I say to people that have kids, I'm like, if your children are not terrified of you, yeah. you are doing something wrong. And my dad, I remember when I was older, like in my 30s, having Thanksgiving dinner with my dad and my brother was there. And me saying out loud, like, I was terrified of you, yeah. when, you when I was a kid. And him being like... His feelings being hurt, like him being like, really? And I'm like, that doesn't mean I didn't love you and that I, you're not my friend and that mm -hmm. I don't respect you. I'm like, it means I was scared of you being disappointed you in should me. should at least be afraid of one of your parents. Yes. I was like, I was terrified. I, 
every time I was thinking about doing something I shouldn't do, yeah. I thought, will this make my dad angry? Will I get in trouble? Yeah. And I'm like, all kids should think I, like that. That, <laughs> that was my technique as a manager was making sure that my employees were slightly afraid of me. Well, that's the thing is like, you don't want to be friends with them. I mean, that's interesting because it does translate into like being a boss and being, you're the boss of everyone at show of hands. Well, and that's the thing is like when I talk to you about stuff that I struggle with, where it's like somebody asks me for a favor or asks me for special treatment and I'm like, I can't do it. Even if it's somebody that's my friend and I want to do it, I'm then setting a precedent Mm -hmm. that I'm the pushover that will do whatever you want. And guess what you're going to ask me for next? Something that's not reasonable. I know. And so it's, yeah, it's the same with, it's the same with lots of things. Yeah. It's like running your own business when you're like, when we talk about store owner shit and it's like the minute you set the precedent with that store owner that you're willing to eat the shipping cost or Mm -hmm. take care of their mistake or refund them money on something that they broke, like you well, I like to say, like, this is a one-time thing. Yeah. I feel like, like I'm you, saying that yeah. a lot. You have to be like... Because I want These to are my rules. Flexible. Yeah. Yeah. And you do have to say, like, these are my rules, and this is why. Yeah. And, like... I do that all the time. You're lucky I'm being nice to you right now. All right, this is the segment that we're going to call Getting Emily Riled Up About Things oh, While shit. She's Thinking. While I'm but drinking she needs wine. To more, because I'm okay. a whole lot No, I already refilled this. Oh, you did? No, 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 oh, I already refilled mind. it. All right, okay. No, we're even. You're fine. We're totally even. All right. There's a whole other bottle of wine that needs to be drunk at this, this point. This was my um, strategy. You're really disappointed? Well, I'm going to do the other one first. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. <laughs> I know this is a pet peeve of Emily's. Oh, God, no. Stores that post oh, things shit. on Instagram, like your products, oh, without tagging you in it. It is a huge I am pet seeing it mind. all the time. I fucking hate it. And it happens to me all the time, and I don't actually give a shit. Oh, I totally but give a shit. loves to get riled up about this. Okay, so, and it's weird because, like, I don't know if I would get so riled up if it was me, like, I don't know that I've had a whole lot of instances of, like, somebody t- p- tagging Oh, it happens to me all the time. And then it's my card. I get pissed when it's other people's. Yeah. I think it's because with show of hands, I've put myself in this mindset of, like, with every, with every decision that is made for show of hands, I want to come at it from a shopper's perspective. Mm-hmm. What What is the shopper seeing? Like, what... If the shopper comes in, is it easy to find a vendor? Is it easy? Is their booth set up in a way that, like, I want to shop at it? Do they have business cards? Can I buy stuff from them later? Do Mm. they have a website? Like, I'm thinking about the opportunities that those vendors are giving that shopper to give them money. Mm -hmm. And so the Instagram thing feels the same to me, where I'm like, that store owner... Mm who is posting something, and I get what you've said in the past, which yeah. is they, they don't want, want to lose a sale. They, yeah. The theory is that they will lose a sale to someone directly buying that necklace from michellestarbuckdesigns.com. I will say I've done that. Instead of going to the store, I was yeah. about to say the store that tags that doesn't tag people, and I stopped myself. <laughs> They closed. They did? Yeah. Well, I'm still not going to say their name. Um, But, so the store owner is thinking, I want to, quote unquote, force people Mm -hmm. to 
drive their ass to my store right. and buy that necklace. I want to make it seem like this is the only place you can get that necklace. Right. And my, I come from more of a, like, what, what goes around comes around theory I of... If you put good shit out into the world, good shit will come back to you. If yeah. you support that vendor, that vendor will support. I thought there was something to me. I'm like, am I like already hallucinating something touching me? Artemis, no, it's a cat. Artemis just came up like creeped right behind Michelle. I didn't even see her. <laughs> she she like to touched me lightly. Yes. And I'm like, she likes to just graze around. Yeah. Hi. But I think I get really. I don't know. I, as a person who was a store owner, who tagged the shit out of everyone that I posted a picture yeah, of, and never once thought, oh my god, what if that person goes and buys that soap directly from Taylor Street? Mm-hmm. All I would think is, good. I hope they do. I hope they go to TaylorStreetSoapCompany.com yeah. and buy all that soap, and then tell Rachel that yeah. they found her on Orange Beautiful because that makes me feel great. That yeah. makes me look like I'm helping my vendors, mm-hmm. which is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it makes Rachel go, hmm, Orange Beautiful is really supportive of yeah. me in a way yeah. that she doesn't have to be. And so guess what? Later on, maybe when I need a restock, she'll put me on number two on her list instead of number six on her list. Like sure. all of that's made up. You weren't selling the products on your website either. Right. Um, I would I like, think, and while you know we're discussing this, I'd like to shout out a new store that I think is doing a fucking fantastic job. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's online only. It's called My Sanctuary Shop. She actually oh, contacted yes. both of us. Yeah. Um, and I sent her, she listens to the podcast. Hi. So she's going to hear this. <laughs> um, Katie. Hi, Katie. Um, <laughs> so... I sent her an order, and I'm working on another order um, that goes out next week, Um, but she actually emailed me and said, do you have postcards that I can put in the orders? I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." but literally no one has ever asked me why. You're like, what's your ulterior motive? No, but I was just like so blown away that she's cool with putting my fucking information in with her online orders. I just think that, like... Thank you, Katie. I think that people have gotten into this weird, kind of desperate mode about things. They yeah, also, yeah. They're also very affected by the way Etsy runs, which is kind of the mothership of all of this. Where people... <laughs> we can talk about Etsy. Where people will say, oh, I got this on Etsy. Uh-huh. And then they don't... Like what? But from who? Mm-hmm. No, no, no! I just got it on Etsy. Oh my god! There's people fucking, say, yeah. There's fucking three hundred thousand people on Etsy. What are you talking? Like, how do I get it? Mm-hmm. That does nothing for anybody. That only helps Etsy. I almost feel like I need to close my Etsy shop. And so it's the same thing. Is like if you are a store, like in my opinion, this is obviously my strong dumb opinion. All of these things are just our strong, dumb opinions. Yes, this whole podcast is just our strong, dumb opinions. We're not saying we're right. No. But in my opinion, and I will go to my grave feeling this way, like, if you are if you are running a store, if you open a store, and you even, for a little tiny bit, give a shit about the fact that you're buying from an independent maker, mm-hmm. and not just a bunch of garbage from China, which would make you a lot more money then you're a hypocrite when you don't support, when you don't promote 
as much as possible those makers. Yeah. You're a hypocrite because otherwise there's no reason for you to only buy from those types of makers. If you are, if you draw the line somewhere and you're like, oh, but, but I want people to come and buy it from me. Well, no, they will, idiot. Like they will buy it from you. But when you immediately stop at a certain point and go like, I'll promote this person to a point. Yeah. Then, then, then don't bother. Like, yeah. don't please don't bother. We don't need you. You're crowding the space. Just buy shit from China and leave us alone. Because then it just feels like you're, you're making up that you support independent makers. Like, you're, you're just saying that because it makes you look good. Mark says, that space looks so clean, cozy and clean. <laughs> oh, about the thing we just posted? Yeah. yeah. You're like, that's the beauty of the internet. That's Thanks, what you should write Mark. In. I just, you I love, love the idea of live. I want more people to message us while we're. They know when we're podcasting. You well, not today. Them. You said after one. Oh, that's true. I did. Yeah. I do. I want on. Um, we can do a lot. We could do a live, do a live thing, thing like right now. Let's if do you a want. live thing. There's not. Will there be anyone on? No, but it'll record. And Let's it, see what happens. It stays on for 24 hours. That's the beauty of the live thing. Okay, so I did like half of my. Is this gonna be today. like super meta if we do a live thing right now? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, checking one. connection. Oh, I should have worn a oh, sweater that's that's not look all right. Stained. It says you are now live. Okay. Oh, that's facing the other way though. What? Oh, do you want it to be a selfie? I don't know. Hi. Oh, well, what? I can't see myself though. Oh. Wait, we have to do it. Do you um, want me to flip it? it? Flip it. Flip it. Flip it. Hi. Hi. Okay. Is anyone? No Is one's watching. Anyone no one cares. It says they're telling people that we're Where alive. Where does it tell people that we're live? I don't know. Hmm. I've never done this before. It says we're telling you... Is this like when old people use the internet? <laughs> I think so. Wait. I'm going to use it to fix my hair. Okay. Me too. I washed it this morning, guys. Um, so, hang on. We're telling more followers on, to join um, your video. Oh, okay. We're trying to do the Instagram live thing. Um Bye. We're recording our podcast right now. Yep. This is our lunch that's almost gone. We also are on almost two bottles. Yeah. It's a good thing I brought two bottles. We st- I feel like I need a selfie stick. Yep. And um, a filter. Ooh, do you like, want to put a filter on? Well, like a wrinkles filter. Tap to move around. Oh, now you have sun spots now, on you. Oh, someone's on. Hi, Kate Nolan, too. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. Oh, someone else joined. Wait, this is Wait, are you on the Pancake Town podcast? Thing I think so. And not the show of hands. I think I'm on Pancake Town. We really have people watching this? So we're recording. If, if we're on the wrong the podcast live. Thing. Ooh. Hi. Can you tell us which account we're using? Is this on show of hands or is this on Pancake Town? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember which one. I actually realized that. Uh, yesterday I realized that I've maxed out the number of Instagram accounts. That you I'm can on. only have five. You can only have or five. Or start a six. I was gonna be on Roners. This <laughs> <laughs> is our you're on Orange Beautiful. Oh <laughs> shit! Thank you, Muggy this Tuesday. Is Oops. Thank you. Oops, oops, no, that's oops. okay if we're on Orange Beautiful. We're supposed to be on the podcast. One, it's though. just it's just Kate and Muggy Tuesday, hanging out. Oops. Hi, ladies. Oops. We're drinking wine. I wish you were drinking wine at two, three fifteen. Oh. On a Thursday. Wait, is this podcast an hour long now? Yes, probably. We didn't get to any of our topics. What? You used to work in envelopes with Roner? What are you talking about? That's bonkers. 
When did you work at Roner? This is weird. I love having conversations with people through this. This is going to be our new thing. Me too. What? What's happening? Who no, is the one at Roner? Drinking, oh. I think. Oh, drinking is me too. Okay. I was like, does everyone work I've at Roner? I've never done this. I wish I had a selfie stick. Do you, you know. This um, is why. Do you, you have an extra tri- tripod, though. Oh, yeah, I do. But I'm not going to do it now. We'll do it on the next episode. Oh, look at all the people. This is weird. Not at Roner, but my old company. Oh, yeah, my gosh, that's for the so line. funny. Yeah. That's so hilarious. Yeah, Roner's kind of everywhere. I feel like I don't have a real concept that this is, we're doing this right now. How many followers do I have on Orange Beautiful? We should Couple not be thousand? doing this on <laughs> <laughs> This should be on the um, um So I love podcast. you all. You should go and follow us on Pancake Town Podcast. Because we're recording a podcast right now. Um, this, all of this. And so go, go over there and we'll do a live yeah. over there. Yeah. We're gonna love to, you. Bye. We're gonna do a special shout out to the people that just joined this though. Bye. Bye. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. That's hilarious. Let me um, save that. Oh my god, that was right. dumb. Um, so where are we at? We're almost at an hour. That's gonna be the worst so podcast. This is going to be ever. a two part because that was just podcast. like us talking to our phone for ten minutes. <laughs> on mm-hmm. record on, and then we Oh recorded. look, they started following. Yay! Orange Beautiful started a live video. Watch it before it ends. This is what happens when you um, have too many Instagram accounts. Do you have more feelings about the Instagram post without tagging? No, just that it's bullshit. Okay. I think that people should support each other. That's the that's yeah. the bigger picture, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Especially when we're all little nobodies, right? Like, we're all trying really hard to just, like, yeah. get by. And you're a little retail store that's also trying to get by. You would want that real... Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. You would want Michelle Starbuck Designs to be like, I'm being carried at this store. You should go I buy do that. There. They're listed right? on my website. That's the weirdest thing, With though. With their So, like, um, if you expect the maker to promote you mm-hmm. and advertise that their stuff is sold at your store, mm-hmm. you sure as hell should go the other way. Right. And, and tag them. It's yeah. not hard. And since we do know the one store, Katie, from my sanctuary shop, I believe it's mysanctuaryshop.com, feels this way. If you, Katie, want to write something up to share with people in the Facebook group, because I know you're in the Facebook group. Yes. Do it. Throw your opinion out there. Do it. Thank you. I'm going to message these people that were just on our accidental live video, but we should probably just do another live video for the second, for the yeah. next episode. Yeah. Um, this was the most rambling episode ever, and we obviously got a little off track, but that's... We do have specific topics. We blame but Emily and I haven't talked for almost a week. Mm-hmm. This edamame was without a shell. Should I get it? Or yeah, it eat like it. There's candy, a bunch of... Like- not in a wrapper. But <laughs> 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 your mom tells you don't nom, eat nom, nom. Don't eat that. It might wrapper. have a razor blade in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 80s. Razor blade edamame. Um, so we're at... Oh, we're not even at an no. hour. Do we right, wanna, but we have to listen to this. Do we so. want to do another live thing, but next? Um, For the next episode, okay. I think. Um, let's... We're I'm, sorry I'm that gonna, that was so annoying. I'm going to keep egging <laughs> Emily on because oh, it's shit. fun. Do it. Because um, the next two things are my <laughs> um, annoying things. Sort of. Um, 
Uh, so this is what you are anticipating is how much you hate the word disappointed. Oh my God. And I actually have feelings on it too. Here, more wine for that. You have more to wine. reserve that term for oh my something God. for that, your fucking daughter. Like that's not. Yeah. It's not a business term that should ever yeah. be used. Yeah, I do have lots of. I do have lots of problems with the word disappointed. Because I have felt that word a lot recently in regards to um, the celebrities that are all being called out for... Oh, for their sexual conduct? Their disgusting conduct. sexual yeah. conduct. Mm-hmm. Like, feeling disappointed in them. Mm-hmm. Because that's... It's a strong word, saying that you're disappointed well, so in that's someone. Actually, that's a good point. But telling you that you're disappointed <laughs> in not getting to, into your show, <laughs> it's too strong of a fucking word it's for also, that. I mean, here's the irony of what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. is one of the people that yes, has I, had I was issues. I'm really hoping to not talk about this on the podcast. But I'm gonna I'm gonna reference but him I think only people know that I I've loved yes, him. Yes, and right? I will reference him only mm-hmm. because he has a stand-up bit about being in line with some people and the person in front of him using the word hilarious. Oh, yeah. That's, That's like one of his, It's one of his favorite, I, famous jokes. I have everything memorized. So yeah. his line is that this person uses the word hilarious and he's just like... You're using that word mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. Like, that's too extreme of a yeah. word. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You saying that your brother, like, like stubbed his toe is mm. not hilarity. Yeah. Hilarity is, like, the, the most extreme yeah. version of, like, uncontrollable insanity. Yes. And you're you, saying you're, it about something that's... In, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you went not insane. Sane. You went yeah. insane. Literally right. mentally insane yeah. over something dumb. Yeah. And so you're using the word hilarious in the wrong it way. It's really funny that that's the yeah. example you're using since... So I feel like... I've used that example recently of the term disappointed. Is yes. that I'm disappointed in So him. I feel and like a strong That is the statement. same thing as disappointed. It I absolutely I always is. say that the only... Whenever someone sends me an email and I could make a fucking book of the Maybe emails you make a book. I might of all Someone the emails that people book chronicle books where you're are you listening yeah you make a door I will illustrate it for you I'll do typography designs for Ashet. it Ashet. 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 oh yeah I always pronounce it wrong and I, I just feel like that Ashet. term whenever someone uses that term my my Emily response, not my show of hands response or my orange beautiful response. Oh, I like this. My Emily response is, I don't fucking care. This is the name of the book? Emily I, response. Emily my responses. Emily response? Yeah, Emily response. Like, I don't give a shit that you're disappointed. Yeah. It has nothing, your disappointment has nothing to do with me. Absolutely, yeah. It's the same as me emailing a bunch of random people and being like, I'm really sad that my mom died. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I fucking am. None of your business. It's none of your business. It has nothing to do with you. For me to put that on you yeah. is rude and idiotic. I'm just, people are throwing the word out there. They throw it out there. In, and so my feeling is that the only reason that someone throws that word out there is to elicit a response back. To make you feel guilty. And then right? and that's when I get mad. I don't I obviously, as a person, care that you're disappointed. Josh has pointed out that, what, do I want people to not be disappointed that they didn't get in my show? I think of course you're not. supposed to be disappointed in yourself, right? Like, obviously you are, obviously you would have wanted a different outcome. But to use the word yeah. disappointed 
denotes that I did something to disappoint you it's when I didn't. bizarre to me because I've mentioned it on this podcast once already. Yes. That I didn't get into a show that I've previously gotten into. Right. And am I disappointed? Yes, but not in those people. Right. You're just disappointed in general. I, I have zero blame on them. And I them. think... I think that there's a lot... I mean, I will say, as a person who now... You can't have everything you want. <laughs> well, also... No matter who you think also you are. Steps, step outside yeah. of yourself yeah. a little bit. Yes. Because I think... And then I feel on the defensive, and that's why I start going, Hey, hey everybody, um, we got like a record number of applications. I shouldn't have to say any of that. Mm-hmm. I, should have, I should be able to stand up and go, I didn't want you to be in the show. End of story. Yeah. That's yeah. what I should be able to do. But that would be that would be taken the wrong way. Yeah. It would be taken as if I'm thoughtless and I don't care about your feelings. Which mm-hmm. guess what, everybody? I don't. Like I hate to say it. Considering but you're I don't. a person who has fucking your own feelings. feelings. Lots of feelings. I got lots of feelings. I have zero feelings. <laughs> so I really don't care about like, your feelings. I don't when it comes to my business, and guess what, everybody? Show of Hands is my business. Orange Beautiful is my business. Yeah. All of you are running a business. Mm -hmm. If you even remotely have a personal, emotional, sad feeling about your fucking business, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I was going to say, like, is this some, like, millennial thing? But I know one of the the people that we're thinking about. One of the people that we're specifically talking about is older than we are. Certainly not millennial. That is exactly right. It is. And so here's the thing. You're allowed to be disappointed. You're allowed to be sad that you don't get into a show. You're allowed to miss an opportunity and feel bad about that. Sure. But you need everyone needs to just like with the email especially. Mm-hmm. We all need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Because the emails that I get and a lot of the people who don't ever who wouldn't ever send an email like this are thinking, "What the hell is she talking about? This yeah. is cr- like what could she possibly be getting?" If if I could without pissing everyone off, publish the emails that I have received, you all would be very upset with humanity. Yeah. Like, and it, and it, it hurts me as a person to believe that people will treat other people the way that they treat a a stranger that they've never met. Well, it's that barrier. Absolutely. And I always, and the thing to protect myself when I get an email like that is I read it out loud. Hmm. And try to imagine if that person would ever say that shit to my face. And they sure. won't. They like will not say it to my face. Give it, like, 24 hours to respond if it's something I don't really respond. outrageous. I don't respond. And sometimes, sure, not There respond. are certain ones that I respond to that are... There are obviously people who are very genuine and they use the word disappointed and they shouldn't. And I, and I get over it. There are other people who... The one person we're thinking of specifically... Mm-hmm. Who basically tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, the decision I have made is wrong. And that I should reconsider it. And the surest way to get someone to not do what you want... Yeah. Is to tell them to do what you want. Yeah. Like, the minute you... like, I don't know if that works on other people. It might, but maybe. I am it doesn't work so on me. stubborn. It does not work on me. That, like... With anything, it doesn't matter who it is. If you yeah. really want me to do something, I really don't want. To I will do not it. do it now. And it's so dumb and childish and like teenager rebellion there's, of but me. But there's also a certain amount of 
I did this with the store, and I do it, excuse me, <laughs> wine, and I do it with show of hands, my, usually my default response that I don't ever say to anybody mm-hmm. is, um, run your own damn craft show then. Yeah. If you don't like it, if you don't like, if you believe in the core of your being yeah. that I have, that I'm the worst person at curating a show, which I'm clearly not. I so wish we could say who we're talking about. I know. About. I really wish we could say who we're talking about. I secretly hope that the person we're talking about is listening somehow and oh, that they know that we're talking about them. They're too Yes. To they have, their ego is too their large. They, they probably don't listen to podcasts. No. Either. Because podcasts are beneath them. Yeah. But basically, if you, if, if you, if she, if this person that I just outed that it's a woman, if you believe... I was trying so hard to be gender neutral. I know. I said Shit. it. I did the shh. If you <laughs> basically believe, like, if you're saying to me, you made a bad choice and that you should let me into your show and I, like, can't believe, I'm so disappointed and I can't believe this. And then actually send me a follow-up email mm-hmm. reminding me yeah. that I made a bad choice yeah. the week before the show. Um, if you believe that, then that, to me, that means that you think that literally the 92 people that I picked for show of hands mm-hmm. are all shit. Yeah. And that you are better than every single one of them. That's what that person is telling me that they believe. Mm-hmm. Which I then say to that person you're obviously an idiot yeah and that's not me being like special or I have a better opinion than everyone that's a fact because those 92 people in the show we just did were all amazing amazing and guess what sometimes you can be amazing and not make the cut I I rejected some people that are amazing. Yeah. I rejected... Well, people who were actually on oh the my wait God. list. People who were literally on the wait list, not on the made-up wait list that she put herself on. Right. She was n- not <laughs> on the wait list. No. The people on the wait list, like... Were people that I desperately to wanted the show, to be in the show. That there were not... That's what a wait list is. Yeah. The wait list isn't, you didn't get in the show. The wait list is, she also, you were good enough to be in the show, but there isn't room for you. I like that she put herself on the wait list. Yeah. That was my that favorite was funny. part of the email. Yeah. Was that she was like, so I'll be on the wait list now, and then you'll call me when I'm not on the wait list. And I'm like, honey, there are 18 people on the wait list in front of you, all of whom did not send me condescending emails. <laughs> I, I think it's funny that I don't think I've ever heard you call anyone honey but that's actually one of my pet peeves is being called honey this lady deserves by someone to be who's honey. younger than me this lady deserves to be called honey she's a, you're younger she's a than honey her. i'm younger than her yeah. and i am and you know what i might be older than her and that would be even better because I she comes know. off as a crotchety old lady yeah <laughs> um yeah doesn't i matter. guess we don't actually know so maybe it doesn't we're matter totally wrong. it really honestly doesn't matter but her, I hate it doesn't it matter. when I get called honey by someone yeah. who's younger It doesn't than me. matter her gender. It doesn't matter how old she is. It doesn't matter what she sells. It matters that she has a shitty entitled attitude. And what matters to me is that she had lots of grammatical errors well, in her emails. No, that's a guarantee. Here's my thing. That's Because I don't have, like, this disappointed... You like, have the rant to go on. Well, no, I agree with you. I fully agree with you. It's just not something that happens to me. You don't fucking get- reread the stuff that you send to people. So now, did I tell you that? So you know how I get that nonstop. Gmail not only has the boomerang thing, which has literally changed my life. 
And some people have posted, do you see in the group, that they're like, oh my god, boomerang! People are telling us about it. Oh my god, it. boomerang is the best thing that has ever happened to me. I don't think we know about anything else secret that we can tell you about. But apparently there's there also an attachment, there's an extension that you can get for Gmail mm. that is a grammar check. Oh. That literally will read your email before you send it. I don't have to have this because I'm a fucking grammar Nazi. Well, I reread every email that yeah. I send at least three also, times. Also, my mother was more. an English teacher and I get, I mean, I actually told Roner, I was like, if you guys want me to proofread literally yeah. everything that comes through here, I will do it. Like, I spot yeah. typos in things without even well, thinking about it. Well, I proofread your show of hands email. Yeah. So like, I send shit to Michelle sure. where I'm like, I've looked at this 500 times. Can you please look at I it I wish once? I had more time to do it, because I used to yeah. have more time to do it better. Um, I used to proofread the Little Street catalog. Yeah. I, I love doing it. And I it. guess that some people's brains just don't work that way, so I can appreciate the fact that, like, sometimes shit just gets sent to print, and good lord. But, like, I spot things, I will glance at a paragraph of text, mm. and I will be like, there's three typos in that paragraph. Yeah. And so the the email thing is really hard now because not only not only okay so my big pet peeves with email grammar are mm. not putting a fucking um, salutation, oh. not not having a greeting or a salutation in your Sometimes, email. That's fucking rude. Okay, how if about if just, you've gone back and oh, yeah. forth a bunch? If you're of in times? a thread, if you're already okay, in a thread, okay. if you know the person, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All, those are all fine. Because you, I keep doing the salutation, yes. and I'm like, no, no, no. Does this if make you, me look old? If you are literally sending me an I'm disappointed about not getting into <laughs> show of hands email. At least say hi, Emily. At least fucking title the fucking email. <laughs> like, at least put Emily, or dear show of hands, or mm. to whom it may concern. Sure. Those are all options. If you just start writing a paragraph that you... And then at the bottom it says, sent for my iPhone. I always do. Oh, then We've you talked about this Then before. you don't care. That's a computer email. That's what not I'm an iPhone email. So if you if you are sending me something that is in the text of your email claims to be of utmost importance, you are disappointed, you have feelings, you're sad about shit, you want to tell me how to do my job. You best put my name in that. Maybe email. they had three glasses of wine and got Maybe on they their did. Phone. And that's cool, but then guess what? I'm hitting delete. Yeah. I'm not going to respond to that email. It's inappropriate. I don't think our listeners are doing that shit. What? Like sending the disappointed emails. No, I don't right? think, I think we're You pre- guys are better like, than that. We're yeah. talking to not assholes. We're talking to like good people yeah. who are like Trying to run well, the business. In case in a you've good ever way. thought about it, don't use the word disappointment lightly. Just well, think about what you're projecting to someone. Like, think about in an email, like, I think this of all emails, what regardless of what the context is. Like, send it and understand if you were think about the fact that if you received that email written the way it is, how would you feel? Yeah. Like would you feel I don't actually shitty? ever want to make people feel shitty. Right. Like, what, yeah. And then, in my feeling, I would never send that kind of an email without mm-hmm. wanting to make that person feel shitty. Yeah. So then that makes me feel like, oh, hi, person who's trying to manipulate me. No, thank you. Like, I, mm-hmm. I have a lot of emails to deal with today. Yours is not going to be one of them. Delete. Yeah. Like, I actually wanted to reference that this specific email we're talking about. And I deleted it because I was afraid. <laughs> I was afraid that it would come up 
in like, because sometimes I'll search things in my email. Yeah. If I need to reference, especially with show of hands, I'll reference something that's like, oh, I want to find an invoice for the lighting guys, or I want to find the rental agreement, or I want to find whatever. And if I type in some magical combination of words, mm. and this lady's email shows up, now I have to feel all sorts of shit about how disappointed well, she used is to there be. Some way that you can keep a record of it. <laughs> I usually screen cap it in my phone. Oh, okay. Because then go. I know that you don't it's want there. it to be gone. For I don't want forever. it to be gone for forever because crazy people be crazy. What's the whole point of like if you put something in writing, yeah. now it exists for forever. That's the worst part of it is that like so there someone sent me an email long time ago. I think for the second show, maybe the third show, so this would have been three years ago, that I still can almost remember every word of. Because it was so, it was so patronizing and so entitled, and that person, in my mind, has been blacklisted. I don't think I know about this one. And, no, you do. I'm just not going to give specifics so that no one can figure out what I'm talking about. Hmm. But, like... It was a it was a big run on stream of consciousness yeah. email that did not have my name on it. It was not signed by the person. It was just very entitled and very like I can't believe that I didn't get in. I have I know these people that are in this show. Why wouldn't I get into this show? And like I I screen capped it and then I deleted it from I my have, email. I've been um uh not led into a number of shows throughout the years. There was a show and have you ever sent in them Milwaukee really that I couldn't email? ever get into that <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've mentioned it on this podcast, but I know it, I've told other people. I actually had to apply to Dose four times before I got in. I applied three times before I got in. And I've never responded mm. to them because it's not my decision to yeah. let me into a show or not. I don't think I'm the shit and that I should get into anything. And also, you should appreciate the challenge, you know? My feeling is... Work harder is what that says to me. I'm super happy that people want to be in my show. I'm super happy that I'm a show that, especially with this last show, has become kind of an insane application process. Where, like, I'm now rejecting more people than I can accept. That's... That's a pain for me. That makes that hurts me a little bit. Mm-hmm. However, why do you want to be in the show so badly? Is the show really good? Has the show curated itself in such a way that you believe that it's the best and that you're the best? So do you, which do you want? Do you want me to not give a shit and just take whoever applies? Or do you yeah. want me to be really insanely crazy about deliberating over and over for days and days and sometimes weeks over who's getting in and who's not and what that combination of people looks like. And if you end up not magically fitting into that combination of people, I know that it's hard, Mm -hmm. but you kind of have to go, yeah, but that show's really well curated. And maybe this year's not right I mean, for, like it's one for or the me, other. it's always, I'm in the biggest category. Yes. And I will say fine that like, 90% of the people that have sent me disappointed emails are jewelry vendors. Oh, really? Mm. Which shocks me because I, I want to respond with, yeah. 
do you not understand your yeah. industry? If you don't understand right. your industry and how shows work and yeah. how 65% of my applicants are jewelry vendors and how I only take 20%, mm-hmm. you, you need to wake up. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... I think I I said on here that I had applied to Porter Flea and I 100% did not expect to right, get into it. because you're applying with thousands of other jewelry vendors. But I I got... I was shocked when I got in mm-hmm. to the point where, um, like, there was a week before um, finding out you got in and actually paying for your booth. And oh, I was yeah. freaking out the entire what week because I'm a spaz <laughs> and I wanted to pay for it and, like, Just get... Just give me... Take my money so I'm Take in. my money so you have to take me. Yes. You know? Um, I was shocked that I got in. It's very hard to get into a show as a And I wonder... Designer. I would love to, like, befriend some other shop... Run, or, sorry, show runners. Yeah. Like, I would love yeah. to know... If, I mean, I kind of knew it was coming. I kind of knew from running the store that, like, opening anything up to the general public is a shit show. Yeah. Like, you will, if you well, have a I thousand have, people that are amazing, you will have some one person that, like, is kind of the bane of your existence. Um, so this is another example of, we need to wrap this up, I know. Um, of uh, me not reading something, but um, having someone else read it or listen to it and then <laughs> telling it back. Um, uh, Haruki Murakami's book, um, something about like things I think about while I'm running. Yeah, I butchered the name of that book. Oh, um, we I think we have the book. Yeah, but neither of us have read it. Yeah. Um, Steve was listening to the audiobook and he gave me tidbits of it. And the one thing that has stuck was that. Before he was a writer, he owned a bar, like a coffee bar that turned into a nightclub at night. Oh. And he talked about how, like, it was just open, like, the public could come in. Yeah. And he had no control over who came into his <laughs> establishment. That's terrible. But all he really needed was 10% of those people mm-hmm. to like it and to stay and come back. Yeah. And that has been running through my mind all week yeah. in terms of, like, how sometimes I'll put a design out there that I don't feel like is me, but I know will sell. Yeah. And how I need to stop doing that. Yeah. It just. But I feel like that. Yes. That can apply to all of us. I mean, I, I think I said that exact thing to the PR company when I was saying, I'm I should not. look this book yes. title up and actually say what, Like, it. basically when they were saying to me, what is your, what, what do you see for this event? What's the goal? What's the one-year goal? What's the five-year goal? What's the 10-year goal? And all I could think of was, like, I, I'm i fully aware that 100% of the population is not going to give a shit about what we're doing. Yeah. But I know for a fact that 10% do. Oh, okay. There you go. And if I can hone... If I can... If right now, if we've only gotten 1%, mm-hmm. and I can get to 7% or 10%, then... Holy shit, we've taken over. I mean, it feels like you're... Like, this. we haven't even talked about this. No. But there was definitely... There was an insane amount of people. I don't know how many people it was. It was a lot of people. We estimate that it was about a little over 6,000. Okay. It was a lot of fucking people. Yeah. Okay, so the book is called What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. So I feel like that's a good reason I fucked up that title. Because right? it's a crazy title. I knew it was something nuts. <laughs> something about running. Something about running is what I said. And it is by uh, Haruki Murakami. 
Um, I've read... This is actually nonfiction. Yes. But um, some of my favorite books are his fiction books. Yeah. Uh, Wind Up Bird Chronicles and um, uh, Kafka on the Shore are two of my favorite books. So um, he's a fantastic writer. Uh, and I'll probably listen to the audiobook, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of good yeah. stuff. Like, I don't know. I think when we... I think it all comes back to, like, little... When we're little, it's hard not to jump, to, like, skip a bunch of steps mm. and be like, I want this! Like, no, just just hone on, hone in on those people that are your amazing customers, that support you, yeah. the shows that are little, yeah. that maybe you only make, you know, maybe you spend a couple hundred dollars on a booth fee and you only make... $800. Like, that That could be you great. You do that for a if long you, time. If you just keep yeah. doing that, yeah. and, like, even when you're bigger, if you just keep doing that, those things can kind of grow exponentially and know that, like, it may not feel like it all the time, but when you put good shit out into the world, that it will come back to you. There's like, a quote right there. there. <laughs> I'm starting I'm, to think about the everyone saying quotes. That's a million people's quotes. That's not just my quote. But, like, it's true. That I, I believe that. I believe, yeah, but you swore, like, at I've, least once in Oh, it. I've swore. <laughs> but, like, I think that, I mean, I believe in karma. Where are we at? I believe in... Oh, yeah. That, like, especially in business, I believe that this event we just did, with all that fucking positive energy, like, mm-hmm. I, it could not make me happier to realize that, like, we live in a shitty world where we're all... I mean, everyone at that show kind of had an underlying sense of, like, why is the world fucking falling apart? But guess what? This is a little tiny thing that we can mm-hmm. do. Like, we can all do a little bit. Like, if I have some money to spend, I'm going to spend it this way. I mean, and just from show right? hands, um, Kate from Wolfka donated $950 oh my to ACLU. Oh, God bless her. She's so great. So Yeah. Like, I just, I mean. That, that's not little money. That's no. That's big money. That's big money, and yeah. it's important, and it's. Uh, the Zach Zuby wrote something uh-huh. on Instagram today about like being grateful for being a part of a community of mm-hmm. people, and that's that's what it is. I want everyone like the number of people that came up to me at the end of the show to tell me that like they had a great show or they hit their sales goal or they exceeded their sales goal or whatever it was like or if they or even if they didn't meet their sales goal they had a great show and they felt encouraged and they felt like they could keep going like that's all I can ask for so I just feel like if we can all and that's why this podcast is so great and all the crazy people on our Facebook page. They're so great, and they're so supportive of each other. Like, several people said stuff about the Facebook group mm-hmm. to me this last, last weekend. About, like... The show fans Facebook No, the Pancake oh, Facebook yeah? group. About, like, feeling supported and not judged and, like, being able to freely ask a question mm-hmm. and not be worried that they were going to be, like, No one knows everything. Like, yeah. how great is that? Like, even if it's, right now, a hundred people, mm-hmm. like, that... Good. Like, I'm glad that a hundred people feel Yeah, I mean, if we keep it small, I think everyone will feel more comfortable. And I just feel like if that's... If we keep those standards... Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, somebody wants to come in and be an asshole, you don't get to be in the group anymore. We haven't had to kick anyone yet. No, but once it gets bigger, we probably will. Just like... 
Are we looking forward to kicking someone yeah. out of the group? I Maybe. know who it's going to be, too. We've already talked about her. Oh, I just not going to join the group. She will, like, not understanding that those things are connected. Oh, maybe. Right? Maybe. And I'll be like, oh my god, really? Decline. All right, guys. We are, like, almost done with our food. We finished we killed one bottle, bottle of wine. wine. We, we have another bottle of wine waiting. So this is the best. Shit. We're going to now go on to part two. This is the end of part one. Oh, my god. Part two is bottle of wine number two. Get ready. Um, and Michelle so has more topics. I do. I have more topics. We've gotten our chit-chat that we should have probably gotten out of our systems before we turn the microphone out. We should have made this three episodes. It not could two. be, but I do want to get out of your house before, like, Josh gets home oh, and wants to, for like, sure. you know. He'll show up and you're still here. That'll be amazing. I, I, I told Steve, I'm like, I really don't want to still be here when Josh gets home <laughs> and he wants to, like, fucking relax. She wants to just, like, take right? his pants off. Because I could, right, and I can imagine Steve getting home and being like, oh, God. I can't take my pants off? their shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to wrap this episode up. This is airing. Today is... It'll air on Tuesday, which will be November. Um, the Tuesday right, before Thanksgiving. Right, before Thanksgiving. So, everyone, post, we'll do something in the Facebook group, but, yes. like, get ready to post your sales for Thanksgiving yes. weekend or whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah, small if you're doing Black Saturday, Friday, if you're doing Small Business Saturday, like, Cyber Monday. Let's share the shit out of that shit. And if you literally just want to be, like, only people in the Pancake Town yeah, Facebook group, get... X yeah. percent off, or I want to trade. Yes, trading. We fucking great. love we that. Love trading. Yeah. How I get all my stuff. We love trade. Does anyone want to trade for my haircut? Does Because <laughs> <laughs> I need that. Does um, anybody want to trade for green cards? Nobody <laughs> wants green cards. Yeah, they do. So sad. Or prints. 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 Yeah. Art for your house. You know you want a you too legit art. to quit print. Sophia Ray. These people have naked walls. Sophia that need was like, on "Where them. is my make it rain print?" I'm yeah, like, I don't know. I'll yeah. make it for you. So I'll make a make it rain print for Sophia. All right. So happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> everyone. Um, happy Thanksgiving. It's the only holiday that I like because it's food based. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just and n- no obligations, except usually things I don't like, have to do family. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. So I don't either. Yeah. We're yeah. lucky. We, we live privileged I'm lives. sorry I'm busy. Okay, so you know where all the things are. Pancake Town yeah. Podcast on Instagram. The Facebook page. Go on yeah. iTunes and, like, drink three bottles of wine and then do an iTunes yes. post. Yes, And do five stars and then be like, these bitches are amazing. I haven't checked it Send. recently because, you know. I know, I don't look at it. Life. But it would be amazing if people. I think we're almost to 4,000 downloads. Holy shit. Uh, I used to yeah. watch it. No, like all the time and now I don't. I remember it. checking it like after 17 went up and it was like 38 something. 3800 something. So All right. So why you a, why you're all listening? I don't know. Also, incentive for listening to next week's episode. Yes, we're about drinking. to drink a second bottle of wine. <laughs> you have to listen to this. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.